You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats for April 2020. <laughs> I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. Kaylee, we're, we're still coronavirusing. I know, we're it sucks. St- we can't be in the same... We're stay-at-homing. We're stay-at-homing, yeah. It's, it's sad, but... It is what it is. I mean, at least we still have the ability to do the podcast stuff without, yeah. you know, in reality, it hasn't interrupted us a whole lot, but it's just nice to see your face. Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty. I guess we could have video chatted. But. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so what have you been playing? Oh, my gosh. Animal Crossing, Final Fantasy Seven. Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds a lot like me. And in fact, since the last time I did Zap Chats, I have played the original Final Fantasy VII, Metroid Prime, I've been playing Animal Crossing, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So that's just in the span of a month I've been in the middle of playing four games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's been a lot. I've been very busy. I I can only imagine how four games is juggling. Uh, it's not too bad. I mean, I've been. I, the worst is probably right now, because I got done playing the original Final Fantasy VII, and then we did that podcast episode, and then right away I started playing Metroid Prime, trying to get it done before the remake came out. And in the meantime, (laughs) I picked up Animal Crossing too, so it's like I've kind of been juggling the three at any given time, but, um, you know, it's, I I really don't like having this many games at once, so it'll be nice to have, like, Metroid Prime off my plate, and then I'll just be able to focus on Final Fantasy VII Remake and have Animal Crossing kind of playing in the background. Well, remember when you didn't want to play Animal Crossing? Yeah, yeah. So let me tell that story. So we bought Animal well, Lori bought Animal Crossing because she wanted to play it. And so we picked it up and um, she has been playing it. Well, I thought, well, you know, maybe I would want to play it too. So I was taking it to work with me so that I could play it like during my lunch. Well, I end up really enjoying playing it. <laughs> So I ended up buying myself a copy so that we could, me and Lori could play together. So that's, I've been kind of doing that on and off. Well, and obviously playing with you too, but you know, it was this like, I didn't want to play it at all. I was just starting an island so that I could do something during lunch and maybe let Lori like collect my wood or whatever. But then it was like, no, this is, this is my island. (laughs) (laughs) But... It's been fun. Yeah. It's It's been been fun uh, to have something like that, you know, for just like a chill out moment, you know, even, even before going to bed, like this game, freaking Animal Crossing puts me to sleep every time. Oh, I I hear you. It's putting me to sleep a few times too. Well, it's relaxing. It is. Not that it's boring, although it can be boring if you let it be boring, but (laughs) I... I don't know. It's, I think it's the repetitive, uh, there are certain days when, you know, all of your, all of your cherries have grown and you're, you're shaking every tree and you're pulling all the weeds and it's this repetitive, like shake the trees. Now pick up the berries. Now shake the trees, now yeah. pick up the berries and now fall asleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. I hear you. <clears throat> yeah. It gets a little repetitive after a while. I don't know. It's still fun. But then. this this isn't an Animal Crossing no, no. review. <laughs> Actually, this isn't a review at all. This is us just chatting about stuff. Um, eventually, we will have an Animal Crossing review uh, after we've had plenty of time to sit down and really play it. Um, but the next, honestly, the last podcast review was Final Fantasy VII, the PlayStation 1 version. Um, the next podcast review... That's going to be on May 1st. That's going to be Metroid Prime. And then June 1st will be Final Fantasy VII Remake, the first part, anyway. So that's kind of what we're in the middle of 
juggling for for me i want to try and focus on getting metroid prime finished and off my plate but then final fantasy 7 is going to be a focal right and i'm also planning on streaming it um i'm not streaming my first playthrough but i think once i'm significantly further in my main game i'm going to start to replay it on twitch so that'll be kind of fun to kind of pick it up again once you know, once I know where I'm going and nothing is sure. new and I'm not like experiencing it for the first time, I'm okay to play it through again and, you know, play with people. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So how many hours have you put in so far? On seven? Um, about 10 hours. Uh, probably more like 11, but somewhere in there. Yeah, I've kind of run into a. Well, me and Brandon want to play seven respectfully on our own time so one of us will have to leave the room or well actually i've he's only played once but i he had to uh leave when i wanted to play or he'd have to go to sleep or go to work whenever yeah what i was thinking is you you really just need to be ahead of him that way you know when he plays you can still hang out and and watch him play and watch him experience it but then you know when he's asleep or while he's at work then you try and get ahead of him again you know right that that is the general plan it still is just i have to find time when to actually play it and you know I've got a kid, so right. So you got to juggle, juggle him yeah. too. <laughs> got a controller in one hand and a baby bottle yeah, in the other. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, so this zap chats, I kind of just wanted to focus on our first reactions to Final Fantasy VII remake, mainly because this is such an impactful game for for me, specifically me. It's impactful to me because I've been waiting for this game for 20 years, but you know, I I know that this is a big deal for you too. So it's like, I wanted to try and get an idea of what our first impressions are and let, you know, the people listening to the podcast, let them know what our first impressions are. Just something, something fun to talk about. Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Okay. So first off, it's, it's a beautiful game beautiful game and i'm gonna do what i can to not spoil anything um have you done the jesse mission yet i have not no okay okay don't don't spoil it (laughs) i'm I'm not going to i'm not going to but it's it's very interesting but um i'm I'm gonna do my best to not spoil anything for anybody so you can listen to this without being like oh no spoilers but no um, I am going to talk probably the most about the battle system, so if you don't want to be spoiled about the battle system, I guess that would be a spoiler in some way. But otherwise, I'm going to kind of stick to what the original Final Fantasy VII, like that story plot, if I talk about the story at all. So we'll be referencing like the Midgar section of the Final Fantasy VII story plot, but I'll, I'll do what I can to leave sure. out any spoilers. Um, for me, I am currently, I just, uh, met Ares or Aerith. She's officially pronounced in this game. And, um, we just made it to her mom's house. Like that's, Aww. that's how far I've made it so far. Um, my first reactions was, of course, it's a beautiful game, beautiful game, but the game doesn't want me to enjoy it. <laughs> so I hate when that happens. <laughs> I guess it's just it's very strange to me the way that they laid out borders. So like in most games, you can kind of roam around as much as you want and you have, you know, physical boundaries that you have to stay within. Where this game, you have areas that you could go and explore, but it just puts up this big, like, do not enter sign on Cloud's face, and then somebody comes from nowhere and, like, yells at you. And it's really (laughs) annoying. It's really frustrating when all you're trying to do is take in the world, take in the environment, and explore, and the game's like, oh, no, no, you gotta get over here, we got stuff that we're doing, you know, it's it's really annoying. I, I kind of know what you're talking about. Again, I'm only so many. I'm I'm five hours in myself. Yeah, sure. I I really only remember having that problem once. <laughs> um, but 
I don't know. I can see why that would be frustrating, but like that sounds more like just a gameplay problem than, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Overall. It's just you know <clears throat> when you're when you're walking around and you're trying to really take in the game and observe sure. everything, and then to have the game like stop you and block you and like pull you away from that is really frustrating. So I, I had a problem with that. The game also does uh, this weird thing where if you're walking down a narrow path and it wants you to look at something very specific off in the distance, it will grab the camera and focus <laughs> on that area. And it really feels like the game is grabbing you by the face or by the head and like forcing you to look at something. And then it wants you to move forward on your path. So like you have to move forward while the camera is focusing on something that is not directly in front of you. So you have this weird sensation of which way am I going? I can't see where I'm heading and you can't move the camera during that. So it's this weird, like, sensation of being forced, you know, to, to do something. Yeah. In other games, you know, you have this moment of, like, it'll zoom in on the focal point, like, hey, there's this, and then it'll zoom back and let you do your thing. If you want to go to that focal point, you can. If you want to keep exploring, you keep exploring, you know? But this game isn't quite like that. It's like, you have to look at this item, you know? It's frustrating. But I have to say, the second time through... um, I say that I, I, I talked to you about it earlier. I haven't said anything on the podcast yet, but I actually started again from the beginning, um, with a friend of mine who came over just because he's a big fan of final fantasy two and he wanted to see what the game was. So I started over again from the beginning to play with him and it was significantly better simply because I wasn't trying so hard to take in the world. I was just trying to get from point A to point B. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from that point of view, it plays fine if you're not trying to take in the world. But as soon as you start exploring and really looking around, then you notice this like confined forced, you know, camera issue. Sure. I can hear, I hear that. Um, have you yeah. died yet in the game? I haven't. I came really close though. Um, on one of my one of my missions, I was fighting this rabid dog, and <laughs> oh yeah, almost, that dog is hard. Yeah, that was pretty difficult. I, I'm playing on easy mode. You kind of suggested it. I I have a really hard time adjusting to a battle system. I think it's part of it is my dyslexia, <laughs> so I decided to do easy mode at, at per your suggestion. <laughs> yeah, no, I I um, really did suggest it, and there's a yeah. good reason for that. I I think it's helped because even Brandon has also played and he's died once, and I so far have not died. So I don't know. It's I don't. I would. I'm curious to know how different it is, though, between easy versus regular or whatever it is you're playing. But, um, but maybe during my next playthrough, I will go normal or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. Once, once you have a full grasp <clears throat> yeah. of the battle system. I I feel like I've honestly got it down. It's just, you know, sometimes you sometimes when the battle gets harder, you kind of realize that you don't have it quite as down as you thought you did or i don't know but i, I don't know i'm adjusting okay in, so in most games i realize and and i've i don't know how to compensate for this but i have this problem where during boss fights or very serious moments of the game i panic and i hit all sorts of weird buttons. All the buttons. <laughs> and I cannot figure out how to stop doing that. Like, I just, I go into this panic mode and I'm like, I, I don't know where the buttons are and I'm just hitting everything. And it's really, really frustrating to me. You know, and that's, that's, I recognize that that is not a game issue. That is a Danny issue, see, you know? Well, that's kind of how I feel about the controls. And really, I'm, I'm fairly confident about my controls. I didn't have too hard of a problem. But again, I'm on easy mode, so I don't know how much of it is that I it's easy mode or if it, they really aren't that difficult to get, but 
personally, I only feel that I feel that same way about when I get into a boss battle if I'm taken by surprise. Yeah. Or if I know we're going to have this like epic battle, there's like something inside me is like, yeah, I know all of I've this. I've got I'm, like, this. Yeah. Button mashing all great. And <laughs> you, you, I'm sure you've had those those boss battles where it's just everything is just perfect. The the second time I played and I, I got to those bosses that I was expecting and I was prepared for. I felt like it went super smooth, but the first time was just a cluster. Like I was all over the place. I died like the first boss fight with the scorpion guy. I died a few times, but I mean, the boss fight was like 20 minutes long for both playthroughs. So, (laughs) you know, um, yeah, that, that was a long, long my, my biggest issue with the battle system and and this could be a normal versus easy mode difference, but every single enemy feels like they have an absurd amount of HP. So every boss, or every not just a boss, but every enemy feels like they take forever to take down. Um, now coming from like the original Final Fantasy VII, where Cloud is like overpowered ninety percent of the game. And you're just, like, mowing everything down. (laughs) You know, I'm used to Cloud being like that and being this, like, overpowered badass. And then you throw him into this remake game where he kind of feels underpowered and weak. It's really sad to me. (laughs) Really? I don't feel that way at all. I feel like... And, again, that might be an easy mode versus normal mode thing. I don't know. I don't know. There are a few enemies where it seems like their HP is absurdly long. And then I've got a few enemies where it's fine. I kind of feel like you're experiencing it how it should be. Like, he... I mean, if they were that easy, then anybody should be able to fight them. That's why they're hiring, say, a mercenary. And, I don't know, I... I think it seems more uh, from realistic. a story from a storyline point of view. You're absolutely right. That's how it should be. I'm just saying from like a personal play sure. point of view. You know, coming from the original where he's this super powerful, you know, awesome fighter to this like weakling in the remake. It's this weird struggle of, <laughs> you know character identity or something i I don't know it's just it feels it feels off it feels kind of lame because cloud takes you know 57 hits to take down you know thug a you know i see i don't know i guess i guess though if it was the other way it would just be a hack and slash game sure you know and i don't i don't know I, I, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't think it's, I don't see it that way, I guess. Well, I don't think it's, it definitely it, gets I don't think better. It take, I don't think it takes, it makes him any less than how I feel about him. I, sure. He seems badass to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's definitely getting better as I play. And the more that I'm used to the battle system, the better I'm getting at dodging and recognizing sure. like enemy animations and, you know, the right time to block right. and parry. And I think that that mechanism changes the way the game plays. And the more I realize that and the more that I play it, the better I'm going to get. Sure. So I'm hoping that now that I've kind of had that click, maybe I'll do better. Sure. But like every enemy ha- has, when they do like a special move, that move pops up above their head. And if you start blocking immediately, you're more likely to parry. And I wasn't parrying at all. I was just dodging and attacking. And so I think once that started clicking, I started doing better. But I haven't played a whole lot since that clicked, so I don't really know. (laughs) But, yeah. Another... Oh, go ahead. Go on. No, please, go on. Um, Another huge issue that I'm having is the, um, the AI for the other characters. Uh... I think they want you to be in as as much control as you could be. I think that's probably <sighs> yeah, why it's not but it's not the best. Here's I the problem. Know. And again, it could just be the way that I'm playing and maybe I'm playing it weird, but when you are playing as Cloud, for example, okay, well let's say Cloud Cloud and Tifa. You're playing as Cloud, Tifa's your support. 
You can switch between the two as freely as you want, but Cloud can be your main. So if you're fighting with Cloud, Tifa kind of like hangs out in the back and doesn't do a whole lot. So her battle gauge to use materia or um, actions or items, that gauge doesn't fill up because she's just chilling in the back. Where Cloud is up front and he's able sure. to do the stuff. So when, you know, because Cloud is up front and doing the majority of the attacking, he's also g- taking the most damage. So if you start trying to heal Cloud, you can't switch to Tifa and heal Cloud because she hasn't been doing nothing. So, like, her gauge hasn't filled up for you to be able to switch. I think you can set her pr- their priorities, though, on if they if should you focus can on find that. If you can find that, let me know where it's at because I have <laughs> scoured the menu and I can't find anything like that. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, or she needs to be able to have the ability to heal if she wants to, but she doesn't. She doesn't heal. She doesn't use items. She, I, I don't know if she uses spells or not. I kind of thought maybe she was when I was first playing that she was using the spells, which is why I couldn't use an item when I needed to for her. Um, but I'm really starting to notice that the, the AI doesn't fight a whole lot. Like they have a lot of downtime where when you're cloud or really any of the characters, when you're controlling them, you're mashing that attack button all the time. So your gauge is always filling. So I'm having that issue where, you know, clouds HP starts getting into the red and I heal with an item with cloud and then switch to Tifa and her gauge isn't filled at all. So I can't do anything. All I can do is let cloud die and then hope that, you know, hope that I can use uh, an item to bring him back to life and then hope that I can use another item to (laughs) heal him again. So like, that's where I'm str- that most of the deaths are that problem where, where you I get yourself in a corner cloud cloud yeah. dips below caution. He, he, he dips into caution for his HP and then I can't rally enough, um, uh, enough of the, whatever it is, the battle gauge to be able to use items or healing materia to right. get them back. So that's been the majority of my deaths. Now, that said, once I realized that that was my issue, I focus nonstop on my HP. So it's better now. (laughs) But but still, some of the big bosses, I die pretty easily because I'm so focused in on, you know, what I'm doing with my active character and then not realizing that my other characters are just sitting back doing nothing. I I mean, I don't know. I'm not having a big chunk of those problems again i'm only five hours in yeah, so, but yeah. i will be i'll i'll pay more attention next time though because i don't know again i don't know if it's the difference between easy mode and normal mode or what yeah but i don't know i don't do know you, what the difference is do you hate the battle system is i don't uh, i did the last time we talked <laughs> i oh, was okay. very upset with it the last time we talked but since I'm learning the the quirks of it and I'm learning how to play around them, it's getting easier and it's getting more fun. So, you know, it's that like, I, I have this issue with most games where I struggle with the battle system or I struggle with the, the movement mechanics or, you know, the gameplay as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then like all of a sudden it'll click and then I'm, it's smooth sailing. So I just, I kind of have to get to that point. It's just, it's frustrating when, you know, you're trying so hard to enjoy the game and you just keep dying right. or, you know, the freaking camera grabs you by the face. <laughs> you know, I really think that, I, they're kind of cheesy, but I like it when you have the option to go into tutorial mode and like practice on like a passive enemy or an enemy that you can like put to passive or aggressive or whatever so you can learn the controls. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't I, had that yet. Have you? No, no. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is I think it would have been beneficial. I've, I remember thinking this as I was playing that make. <sighs> It had been a few days since I had last played the game. I played today. It was it's been a few days. So you kind of wanted just, like a, t- a refresher uh, yeah. tutorial. I was yeah. just thinking how great that would have been just to kind of have done that really quick, which again 
it's kind of maybe if the, it was like one of the first things they did, but on the other hand, it would have been really cheesy to have put it in the actual game. So I don't know. The weird thing is, y- you're about to go on this ne- the next mission that you're going to go on. There's this option where you can do this like training simulator, this like battle simulator. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet, but it's like why it's in this weird obscure spot. And I don't really know why it's there. Instead of like at the very beginning of the game, it's like I, ah, it's you know, in well, this bizarre spot. That's kind of what I'm saying, though. It would be really cheesy to do it at the very beginning of the game. I so guess, maybe that's yeah. why they did it. Because I mean, if you think about it, in the original game, they really don't explain that stuff until you get to to seventh heaven. Like you get to the slums, and then there's that area where they explain the controls and everything. That's true, yeah. That's kind of how it is in the original. They, so like, they kind of throw you into it, and then yeah. they, ex- they backtrack and explain it kind of as you go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and realistically, they keep it pretty simple at the very beginning. They teach you the basics, and they hold your hand through it. And Yeah, but man, that first boss <laughs> fight is a doozy. Yeah, that was... <laughs> man, you know, it, that is a t- if you guys haven't played the demo, I haven't even played the demo, but I think it gets you through that first boss fight. But man, that first boss fight is like easily a 20 minute fight. I don't think mine took that long. Really? Yeah. Mine easily took like 20 minutes. I mean, it took a while, don't be wrong. But But it was like he had like four different Or he was always on forms. the wall or doing something crazy or I honestly I really think I just lucked out. It was a combination of luck and a combination of easy mode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I really think it was it was just mostly luck, because I yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I think that it probably having the demo probably helps with there not being a tutorial at the beginning. Yeah, so. and I'm thinking if if I'd have gotten the demo and I played the crap out of the demo, like played that section over and over and over again, right. going into the game for the first time and already knowing the battle system and being like pretty much a pro at fighting already, the game would be a, a cakewalk. But I'm kind of learning as I go, and I'm e- evolving the way that I'm sure you know experiencing the battle system as I go. So it's very different. So I I don't know which way is the correct way to go about it, but it's it's challenging. It's been a challenge to learn that. And here it's been, you know, I'm at 10 hours into the game. Like I'm easily like maybe a quarter in if, if not, maybe a little more. I don't know. I don't know how long the game is supposed to be, but. Well, I definitely will be interested in replaying this. I think yeah, my experience, it won't be fresh and new. Cause really the beginning is just experiencing the story basically is where yeah. I think if you go through again, you'll be able to get all that extra stuff and do all the other little things you don't do and all that. Stuff. I kind of wish that I'd have played it originally on easy mode and just played it and plowed through it and just enjoyed the story and the atmosphere and then maybe played it again on normal mode with more of a challenge and more, you know, trying to perfect it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, at this point, I'm I'm not gonna like start over again now. I'm I'm already where I'm at, and I'm just gonna enjoy it for what sure. it is as much as I can and learn as I go. But man, the first couple hours was kind of frustrating, where I kept dying and I just I was angry because Cloud was weak. <laughs> um, battle system aside, I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, their personalities and how well they captured to the to the original. Well, you know what I mean, yeah. How do, you, how do you feel about them? Um, I think that for the most part, it fits really well with the original, like the characters as their characters. You know, mm-hmm. between between the original and this game, they're very very good, but Cloud has this tough exterior in the original that he doesn't really shed until like much later in the game. Like we're talking like disc two of the game of the original game where he kind of sheds that hard exterior and becomes Mm -hmm. cloud. 
so like to have him in this first you know in this first part of the remake to have him you know in midgar kind of shedding that shell already is kind of messed up (laughs) so i mean that's that's kind of like it's not it's not terrible it's just you notice that he's lightening up already and we haven't even made it i i you know i just met Aerith, you know so it's like he's already loosening up and it's like no dude you're this hard emotionally yeah this emotionally (laughs) bordered person all the way up until you realize that the memories that you have aren't even yours so it's like you know it's tough in my opinion in the original and kind of true to this now, you have the option to have, like, make a flirty comment or just you have the option to choose how Cloud reacts. And he kind of is true to some of those um, options where I don't I think when he's lightening up, I, I guess I don't know, because, again, you're, you're so much farther than me. But like he <laughs> at the beginning, he's very cold, especially to Wedge. But like to the group as in general, he's kind of cold and quick, quick to snap, and is is what it was. Blah, blah, blah. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, you notice it as soon as I you see. start going off and you're doing side quests with Tifa, you start noticing him loosening up and and smiling and you know being more friendly, and it's like. It doesn't quite fit. And you'll notice, too, when this next part that you're heading into, you'll notice where he he's very, <clears throat> like, reserved when it comes to, like, Big, Big Wedge and Jesse. And then he, like, towards the end of that section, you can tell that he's really lightened up. And it's like, it's too soon. It's too soon. I see. But from that point of view, like, the Big Wedge and Jesse, like, story arc that they're building doesn't exist in the original game. So you have all of this extra content that you kind of want to do some sort of character evolution, some character building in the Mm -hmm. storyline. So, you know, I kind of understand why they're doing it that way. It's just, it's not very characteristic to the original cloud. I see. So I'm curious to see how they progress that softness that, that cloud is already heading towards you know sure have you noticed that they are taking and i this is to be expected but have you noticed the way that they are taking the original storyline and stretching it out yes but like i get it yeah (laughs) they they themselves admitted that it's not going to be exact and to be fair they're trying Midgar is a 30 hour part, 30 some hour, whatever it is. It's a long part. So I kind of get why this they're make? doing some of the, yes. You're talking this, about the, the remake. Okay. Yes. Because the original Midgar is only a five hour section, no, no, no. but it's a long <laughs> section. And what right. I'm saying is that's exactly kind of my point though. They're trying to fit all of this, that all of five hours into a 30 hour game. Right. But you have like them expanding on Biggs, Wedge and Jesse. I'm kind of glad they did because I, I mean, you, you know, they, they kind of build their characters a tiny bit in the original and then they spoilers stuff happens to them. Well, and, you I, know, I, again, if we're talking about the original, the original game, the story is that they the the plate falls and then Biggs Wedge and Jesse die. I mean that's that's the way the original story is written. I haven't even made it to that part, so I don't even know. But like, I guess what I'm saying is, it's such a tragedy in the original when they die right. to like Barrett and well, Tifa and all these people. I I think them them building on their characters is a good thing to have that. Mm. Be- that when that comes to be that more impactful for you, the viewer. And I think that that's what they're doing with keeping you in Midgar for as long as you are in Midgar. Right. Because one, they want to kind of establish that they want to establish this like home base feel for Midgar right. because Midgar really is like the focal point of the story to 
a lot of the aspect. Like you, you find yourself referring to Midgar or directly going back to Midgar several times throughout the main, the normal PS One game. So it makes sense in the remake to spend as much time in Midgar as possible, so that you have this sense of, you know, nostalgia maybe for Midgar mm-hmm. in the late game, and you know. Same with this Bigs, Bigs Wedge and Jesse scenario. You know, you're they're trying to establish these characters as lovable characters. So then, when this tragedy happens later in the game, you you feel that impact way more. You know, more like what Barrett should be experiencing it. You know, right. Where right. in the in the PS One version, you've only met them, and then here they die, and it's like ah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Right. um yeah i don't know i think that it's it's refreshing i think it was a good call like what do you think about uh this this may be spoilers kind of um so i i'm sorry i'm trying the best i can i want (laughs) to talk about stuff but like i'm i'm doing what i can to not spoil it i i'm not spoiling it for you kaylee i'm telling the listener so um what do you think about them showing Sephiroth as soon as they have? Because this bothered my friend who came over, Mark. He he really freaked out about that. And, <laughs> like, I kind of understand because in the original PS1 version, you don't see Sephiroth for a while until yeah. until you get out of midgar and you do the flashback sequence and then you eat then you know who sephiroth is where before that you don't even know that he exists until late in the midgar <clears throat> section you know then they kind of start mentioning okay. it but it's like you're losing the way that they did it in the remake you're losing this like mystery of what the heck is wrong with cloud where you know if you've never played the game before, you start playing the remake and it's like, okay, there's a random guy here, <laughs> you know? I guess it depends because in the original, bear with me, bear with me. Don't, don't mm-hmm. run from him, just bear with me. Yep. In the original, <clears throat> he has, he, his brain is glitching out and you, you see text that's in his head. You acknowledge that he's hearing this, no one else does, blah, blah, blah. Um. And in this, you actually see Sephiroth. Here's the thing. Are they going to stick to it true that... For one thing, you don't... I still don't even know who you're actually hearing unless you're just hearing Genova, like the cells from the original game. I think it's... And I think that it's been this way in the original game is that Sephiroth is controlling the Genova cells and manipulating the Genova cells to his will, not so much the other way around. But... You know, the images in the Shinra building, again, talking about the PS1 version, I haven't made it there yet in the remake, but in the PS1 version, when you see, when you hear about Sephiroth moving around the Shinra building and doing stuff, it's really Genova taking on Sephiroth's form, but it's Sephiroth controlling the Genova cells. And I think that that's what's going on in Cloud's head, too, is that Sephiroth is interfering with the Genova cells that are building and growing within cloud himself. I think that as far as the remake is concerned, I think it's just a different way of interpreting instead of just hearing voices or whatever. Sure. I I don't know. It was very cinematic. I enjoyed the way it looked. I think Sephiroth looks a little weird personally. I don't think so. About him that looks, I don't like his Beyblade at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think he looks a lot better than he did in, um, Advent children. He looked really bizarre in Advent children, but I think he's supposed to look weird. I think that that's part of the sure, like. That's true. There's something off about this guy aside from him just being evil. Like he looks bizarre in some way, but you know. Well, you know, just not that this has specifically anything to do with the remake, but I think that's one of the things that makes Sephiroth a good bad guy. Probably, yeah. Is well, it's not that he is evil. He is now, but I think his his travel into chaos or e villainy world is what makes him kind of a unique 
bad yeah, guy. Yeah, because he wasn't really always a bad guy. Right. He wasn't a bad guy until he, he found, found out. out what the heck <laughs> happened to him. And then um, he decided to go crazy. <laughs> but, you know... It was a conscious decision. The The cinematic thing that happens in the beginning, though, is... I, I get it, you know? And you, like you said, you don't really get a whole lot of Sephiroth time anyway, especially if you're just staying in Midgar. And I'm curious to see how it is going to be like in the Shinra building near the end. Yeah. But I think that this is an okay way of going about it. Because really, Cloud doesn't really have very many head glitches. It's mostly just in the beginning. I mean, he still has them, but not... Yeah. But I, I really think it's cool is um, when he is trying to muster... A, ow! Get! Sorry, my cat's attacking <laughs> me. Um, when he is trying to muster up either his memories or Zack's memories, you can tell him trying to pull what's true, what's not, and yeah. getting confused. Did you catch, there was a line in, when you're in Seventh Heaven with Tifa, and um, Cloud says something, or Tifa says something like, hey, it's been a while, and he goes, yeah, it's been like five years, and she looks at him and goes, what? And then he just like dismisses it entirely. Did you notice yeah. that? Yes, I did. Because from Tifa's point of view, she hasn't seen him since they were a kid, and from his point of view, he was Zack in Midgar, or in right. uh, Nibelheim. So, you know, it's just this funny moment of, you know, like, you can tell that she's confused. <laughs> it's she's just like, yeah. Yeah, it just, I, it was so, it was so elegant the way that they were just like, yeah, it's been like, what, like five years? And she's like, what? And then he just moves on. <laughs> it, just, you know, it was perfect. It does seem kind of real lifey though. Like sometimes I say stupid stuff just because I'm stupid, and people are just like, "What? Oh, okay." <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I did notice that, and I think, um, th and that's kind of the beautiful thing about the remake is they kind of just slide that stuff in there for like the original fans, and for like, the people who have been yes. following this from the beginning. Yeah, it really is a fan service. It really yeah. is. <clears throat> It's, uh, and you know, have, I'm really glad we replayed the beginning, or the, fir the first, the original game. Yeah, I do too. Because, I do, yeah. you know, when we played the original, Tifa actually backtracks later in the game, and she's like, you know, when I found you, you were not really making sense, but I just went along with it because I hadn't seen you in so long. And you're seeing that now. And like, yeah. Stay, staying true to that, and I, I appreciate that. That's yeah, kinda... I do too. And she even tries to confront him a couple times. And, right, yeah. you know, it's, it's this awkward moment, and it still is, like, still just dropped. Right. <laughs> it's it's just funny. It's it's weird the way that they're kind of beating around the bush about it. But I mean, it's that's how it's supposed to be. You're not right. really supposed to know the true facts until much later in the game. That this is exactly how I avoid ninety percent of my problems. <laughs> just beat around the bush. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah, we should really talk about that, and then you leave. <laughs> no, really really appreciate I mean, again i'm only five hours in and i'm appreciating the little drops here and there that you're getting yeah, right what do you think about the avalanche logo i haven't really put any thought into it oh you're, really <laughs> are you talking about you're not talking about the dog right the logo oh, oh you don't know the dog yet um i sorry no it's nothing okay. what <laughs> Just spoil it Just, all for me. They're they're no. like logo that they have like it's, it's like avalanche, but it's like it's the name written out in this like sharp crazy font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think much of it to be honest. Like I oh. noticed it, but I didn't think anything well, of it. I just, I appreciated that they actually had a logo, I guess. <laughs> the fact that they actually, I thought about it. I was like, that's kind of a cool idea. Well, I had seen, um, some forums that I'm part of, someone had posted their copy of the of the what they had received, and one of the things they received was an iron-on patch. Um, oh yeah, and they got a chocobo one, and then they have one that's the avalanche logo, and it actually looks that's really cool. cool. Yeah, that would I, be awesome. I think it would be really cool on like my car or something. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, that would yeah. be really cool actually. Um, or like a sticker or something or something. I just it looks really cool to me. I like it. I <laughs> that cool. would actually be really cool on a yeah. car. The Avalanche logo, like you know, and just 
yeah, you know, the, I know exactly. what what they represent, you know, saving the, the planet and all that yeah. stuff, you know, it's just, it, it's kind of an interesting thing to have, you know, on a, on a vehicle for other people to, to see. It would be cool. We'll have to design that or something. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's already done. Look on oh, eBay. Oh, probably. Look on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. It is kind of cute though. Like it would be like, like if I were to go out in the real world and see that, I would freak out. I'd be like, oh my gosh, someone has gone and done this. And that would be, I would appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know. The logo itself is just kind of cool. It's not graffiti, but it is graffiti, and I don't know. Sure, it's yeah, cool. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. So, um, the last, maybe maybe the last bit that I kind of wanted to talk about, obscurely, I want to talk about this obscurely. Okay. Um, the differences that are very clear in the remake versus the original. Like, the ghosts... Oh, what the heck? What the heck? Again, I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail. And I don't even know a whole lot of detail about him because I'm not very far in the game. But like, it's so confusing. Like the throwing in this completely separate story arc that seems to have. The only thing that I can think of the train graveyard. That's all I've got. Um, in. In the in the trailers, you see another soldier, and I don't know if that comes later in the Shinra building or what. Um, but it made me think that maybe there's something like big around the train graveyard, and they're tying it in that way. Maybe that has like it's that is part of that arc or something. I don't even know. Yeah, um, it's the only thing I can think of though is it has something to do with the fact that Ares can communicate with the planet and she sees those things and then yeah, but Cloud- it also seems to have something to do with like Cloud and Sephiroth too. So it's like I don't, I have no idea. Well, what I was but gonna say- it like ruined the the experience you have with meeting Aerith for the first I, time. Yes, I and that was stupid. It, it did kind of make that. But, you know, she makes this exit, and what she says is so funny. I thought it was really cute. She's like, you know what? You're right. I've got to go. And then she <laughs> leaves. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it is kind of sad that they did it that way. But on the other hand, I haven't met her yet. Did it make it? Did it make the conversations seem more flowing when they met in the church? Do you feel that um... way? Um... I feel like it was when they first met in the church, it was very similar to the way that they met in the original, like the ghost thing really had nothing to do with it. Um, I, you see him again later, but it's, it's really just this like obscure, like Mm -hmm. side story that's going on, but it just happens to interact with the main story of the original. Like it, so it's, it's very like conflicting and it feels like they're trying to lead it into it being part of the like the train graveyard except the train graveyard has very little to do with anything of the I original know. so i don't really know where they're heading with that now i want to make it clear everything we've said so far is not really spoilers it's all just part of the mystery of the main game and you find this out very quick in the main game so we're definitely not spoiling anything for you outside of it's different than the original right <laughs> which you should already know by now so but yeah i i have no idea what's going on um as far as like that weirdness and you'll and you'll see more of that soon very soon but um well we can always revisit this later maybe maybe we'll feel differently about it well i don't want to i don't want to talk too much in depth of how we feel about everything going on because we will eventually talk about this in a actual podcast episode sure but i really wanted to give our first opinions and you know some thoughts of early game and it'll be curious to i'll be curious to listen to this again you know after we beat the game and see how wrong we were were about some of these i know (laughs) what were we thinking yeah i know so it'll it'll be interesting but i i'm definitely enjoying the game it's just you know i had some struggles early early on but the more i play the more i enjoy it I still, all I want to do is play it, but I have freaking Metroid Prime that I got to finish. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I have to say, watching Brandon play that has been very boring. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it's not a boring game. I know. It's just I know. I've it's had having... <laughs> I've had these two individual moments where these ghost-like figures have showed up, and there's no indication on how to fight them, and there's all these opportunities for the games to tell you how to fight these guys and they just don't and you're just left trying to figure it out <laughs> i i was fighting one just the other night it was the i was calling them the ghost balls because there's ghost balls. these like two floating orbs that are just attacking you and there's no indication on how to fight them you can't really hit them with anything and when you do hit them with when when i finally figured out how you're supposed to hit them thanks to brandon I finally was hitting him with the right weapon, and there's this minuscule indication that you're actually hitting him. And I still, even after I was sitting there hitting him, I had no idea I was doing any damage. <laughs> like, there was no indication whatsoever. All the other bosses, they have a red flash, they make a noise, they get damaged in some way. Not the floating balls, they just are there. <laughs> So I was I was very irritated with that fight, but I'll go into more detail if needed sure. during the the review episode. But yeah, I was it was very frustrating. I spent far <laughs> too long with the stupid ghost balls. I I will say you sat on that stream a long time. I would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> it's one of those things like I I've already dedicated myself to play this game. I've announced that that's going to be the next game to play. So I have no choice but to finish it and I'm going to finish it, but mm. it's not going to stop me from being frustrated at some of these spots. You know, it's one thing if the boss is just difficult, but I know how to fight him. It's another thing when the boss is invulnerable and it's just like, yeah, you're stuck here until you figure it out. You know, right. it's, it's annoying, but again, I'll go into more detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brandon's interested to see how you score that game. <laughs> yeah, it's sad because I was so excited going into this game, and now I'm just like done. Yeah, like, I'm so done. But soon, soon enough. Soon. Well, you're pretty close, I think. So yeah, I am. I I'm pretty sure I'm like at the at very the tail end. I think I've gotten most of the power ups. So now I can kind of go back and pick up stuff if I want to, but sure. I don't really need to. Nice. Well, anything yeah. else you want to talk about? You want to no. chat about? I want to go play Final Fantasy. Nice. Me too. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this uh, uh, this month's Zap Chats. Um, feel free to drop us an email or leave us a review. We'll read those on air or whatever you want to call this. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll read them on our podcast episode on the zap chat section. So, I mean, anything you want to chit chat about, just let us know if you want to send us audio too. like, I'll take an audio clip and I'll play it on the, on the podcast too. whatever. I mean, it's, it's all good. You it's all fun. Suck. <laughs> right. Well, I'd take it, whatever. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you guys on the next one. 